It's time for Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industry's podcast. Industry Towers editorial staff leverages our extensive network of industry sources to provide thorough reporting, pinpoint trends, and arm you with the knowledge needed to thrive in your career. And here's your host, Inside Towers managing editor, Jim Fryer. Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Jim Fryer. Today, our Washington Bureau Chief, Leslie Stimson, will be interviewing Todd Schleckaway, Executive Director of NATE, the National Association of Tower Erectors. Todd will be talking about workforce development and its importance in channeling new workers to our industry where the demand is so great. So with that, let me turn it over to Leslie. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Leslie. You know, I just spoke with Commissioner Carr about the Aiken program in South Carolina for tower climbers, and I'm wondering, how did all this get started, his initiative? You know, from a NATE perspective, we're really appreciative to the work that FCC Chairman Ajit Pai, FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr, and all the FCC commissioners and staff have done to shine a spotlight, Leslie, on workforce development. Um, I talk about this often in my role at Nate, but there's not a week that goes by where I don't get a phone call or an email from someone in the industry seeking more workers and more qualified workers. So Commissioner Carr's visit to Aiken Technical College this week was really important because when you have someone at that level shine a spotlight on a program that's proven to be successful, we think that model can be duplicated across the country. And really, that's what Nate wants to see happen. There's a lot of great training pathways in our industry. There's private training companies. Nate has over 34 training company members alone that do an outstanding job training the industry. A lot of employers and companies have their own internal training programs. There's an apprenticeship program that's starting to get some traction in the industry. And community college, vo-technical, and vocational institutes and military uh, organizations are another pathway that our industry needs to make headway in in order to move the ball forward on this. And so we really think that the crown jewel of the community college programs in our industry is Aiken Technical College. And that's why it was so significant that Commissioner Carr used the backdrop and his visit to Aiken Tech to announce his 5G jobs initiative this week. Now, what will Nate's role be in expanding this program across the country? Because Carr seems keen to do that. With Commissioner Carr's enthusiastic support, you know, we have wind at our sails. I think Nate's Uh, focus right now is to support at the grassroots level the federal legislation that was introduced in Congress just recently called the Communications Jobs Training Act. And that is a bipartisan bill that's sponsored by Congressman Loebsack from Iowa and Congressman Mullen from uh, Oklahoma. And what that would do is allocate $20 million per year for three consecutive fiscal years to develop curriculum models for community colleges to adopt, vo-tech and vocational institutes to adopt, and military organizations. And why is that significant? Because our industry hasn't done a good enough job, in my estimation, and we're not as mature of an industry as others are, but we need to get more programs in those pathways, specifically the community college and technical institute 
platform and schools because if you're a 18, 19-year-old going to one of those colleges, you don't even know that a career in our industry might be a potential opportunity because we don't have programs at that level. And so we, again, we think if you take the Aiken Technical College program that's proven to be successful and we get this legislation passed where there's a funding mechanism and you all of a sudden take that, now all of a sudden you have 15 of those strategically located on a regional basis all over the country, you can move the needle from a workforce development standpoint. And that's why NATO so invests. And it's what we're going to really be promoting at our inaugural fly-in event in the middle of May in D.C. is this Communications Jobs Training Act. We want to see that get across the finish line. It has a lot of momentum. It's bipartisan in nature, and it's something that, you know, with our industry under the spotlight, we think has a great opportunity to get passed sometime in this Congress. Now, Loebsack recently announced he's retiring, but he still has about two years to get this done, right? Yes, and that's another reason to try to usher this through in this current version of Congress. And we're looking at potentially getting a Senate companion bill introduced as well. We've had conversations on that side as well. But, yeah, we think that the key components to this, Leslie, there's got to be some funding available. And what what's really successful with Aiken Tech's program is, you know, it's a short-term certificate-based program that can be applied to a two-year associate if the student wants to continue down that track. But you can go in, go through this training protocol they offer, and then go out and, and get a job in the industry. So the need is yesterday. And so employers like it because, you know, they don't have to wait two years to get an employee to come to them. So it's really proven to be successful. And really, we give a lot of kudos to Commissioner Carr for taking the initiative to announce his plan by rolling up his sleeves and, and visiting Aiken Technical College. And is the Aiken program and, and the others that you envisioned, is it focused on the wireless industry, that kind of tower climbing training, or could possibly broadcast training come into play at some point? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think when you talk at Aiken specifically, Leslie, their program, the two programs they have are a basic power and wireless installation certificate and then an advanced power and wireless installation certificate. So they would be catered to the, uh, the wireless industry. But there's nothing in the Communications Jobs Training Act that would specifically say, state that it couldn't train future, a future pipeline of broadcast workers either if a program was developed. Um, so a lot of the training in the certificate-based programs would cross over to broadcast. Uh, there are some credit courses in their programs specific to wireless. But, yeah, I would, I would say all options would be open. Is there anything else I should know about Nate's role in all this? Yes, workforce development continues to be our top priority. We are turning over every rock to try to develop a future pipeline workers tell our industry story about the opportunities available at every layer of the, of the ecosystem, really, for jobs. So that's going to continue to be a focal point for Nate. Uh, the other thing I would mention is the virtue of Aiken Tech's programs is, you know, what we want to see happen is 
when they leave with that certificate at whatever community college program that may be, you would want to leave with the National Wireless Safety Alliance certification. So that worker then leaves with a credential that's portable for the worker. So it's that much more attractive to the employer. So not only has that worker been trained, he also leaves with a, a portable NWSA credential. And that's kind of what we want to see. It all ties together. You have the training piece and the certification piece at the end of the training. And so that's going to create a skilled, professional workforce and a future pipeline of workers that can help the industry with our deployment needs. All right. Well, Todd, thank you so much for spending the time with our podcast. I I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Leslie. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.